What is up, everyone? Welcome to Survivor Now podcast. Today, Nina and I are talking to the ninth castaway to be eliminated from Survivor Australia Titans vs. Rebels. We're talking to Charles. Charles, that was an interesting episode to watch. A lot happened. How are you doing? What was your viewing experience like of it? I'm fine. Thank you. Um, the viewing experience was actually a really strange one. I've reflected on that night at Tribal for the past six months since we did filming. Um, and I've thought about it a lot. Um, and I wasn't sure how I'd find the actual viewing experience, but I actually found it really enjoyable, um, albeit you know very frustrating as well, um, seeing myself in some of those tricky situations. But in large part, I think it was, it was really cool watching myself back um, in that final Tribal. Totally. Did you get to experience it with family? I just watched it with my wife um, and my wife uh, kind of um, was, was fuming um, at various points at, um, at the twist and, and how it all played out. But, um, but it was nice to, to have her there supporting me. I thought about watching it with, you know, a wider group of friends or family, um, but didn't want to distract from the actual um, main event on the screen. Yeah, I can completely understand that because people start asking so many questions and you can't even focus on what's happening. And you're like, wait, totally. there's a lot of things here. I don't know, guys. Give me a second. Let exactly. Me this. <laughs> exactly. But you know, something I want to know pre-swap, just towards the beginning, we got a lot of the middle-aged mafia, the Vs, you know, all this and that. I really want to know, where was your alliance? Who were you aligned with? Who did you want to align with? What was that? For you yeah so um with the middle-aged mafia the v's and uh you know the cool kids i feel like i in the edit at least i just um disappeared for <laughs> quite a little while um to the point where i think there's a couple of episodes where they're, they're counting votes on both sides and just no one mentions my name um but um but so i mean early on i built I built very strong ties with eden eden and i are both um dads to um, young children so we got along really really well um, from the outset and um, our alliance wasn't something that was um, or our bond wasn't something that kind of constantly needed to be reinforced um, mm -hmm. we both um, spoke about the fact that we didn't want to be seen to be too close um, together because that could be perceived as a threat so every, I mean every day or so we just had kind of had a very brief check-in sometimes it was you know 30 seconds a minute um, or very late at night as well and we'd kind of say you know how are you feeling about things do you trust this person do you trust that person blah, blah, blah. and we'd kind of just be very very brief and kind of break and then go back to um, you know normal island life but so Eden was Eden and I were very close um, I also formed a very strong bond with um, Caroline early on um, and she expressed some trust in me when she started to talk about um, Mark um, and uh, throw Mark's name out um, and kind of see how I'd react to that. Um, so I was very tight with um, Caroline as well. And then very early on, um, I think it was day one or day two, there's a discussion where Frankie, Nathan and I are at the well um, and we're talking about um, potential alliances and potential names that we could throw out um, at the first um uh, OG Titans vote um, and they gave me a, a few names that um, I used to my advantage um, to build some pretty strong social ties on day one and day two so one of those names that they threw out was um, Mark um, and me and Mark had up until that point had a couple of um, genuine discussions and me and Mark are kind of same age um, and uh, you know um, got along really well um, 
although, you know, with Mark being Mark um, and, and crafty, I didn't necessarily trust him all that much. But I told him at that point very early on, look, Frankie and Nathan have thrown your name out. It's on a short list of names. Um, we mm. expressed the view that we'd, um, we'd share um, information like this with each other. So don't get um, too worried about it. I don't think it's going to land, but your name has been thrown out. Um, and the exact same with Viola as well. So Viola was on the short list of people that they were gunning for. And I took the opportunity to um, let Viola know and she really appreciated it too. Um, and, you know, made clear to me that she'd do the same for me in a heartbeat. So I did trust um, all of those people. Um, and uh, we kind of had a pretty comfortable alliance of, I think it was seven um but yeah, obviously, um, with the the storyline they've been running with, there's you know middle aged mafia, the V's and Mark, um, and they definitely were um, were alliances. Um, but uh, I think it kind of it doesn't necessarily emphasise that there was an alliance of um, seven and very strong um, bonds that had formed amongst different people. Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean, I will say it did seem like you were in a very good position throughout your time in the game. In fact, I think that you voted correctly every single tribal council and then didn't have a vote in the tribal council that you were the one who was eliminated. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. You made it to the, the tribe swap. And I was wondering, actually, this is from a, a, this is a fan question that was submitted. How much intel were you given about the Kirby and Ferris feud when you uh, swap tribes? Yeah. Uh, Intel from Kirby and Ferris um, is kind of the extent of it. Um, I was given no other intel from um, many other people at all. Um, obviously, people on different sides were kind of like, you can't trust Kirby, you can't trust Ferris. Um, and yeah, we just had to kind of work with, um, with what we had and decide for ourselves whether um, Kirby was trustworthy and whether Ferris was trustworthy. So um, we didn't have intel as such, but um, I kind of played that part of the game like I played um, the start of my game, which was, you know, form um, trust with people through building really strong social connections. Mm -hmm. um, you know, after all, uh, Survivor's a, a massive, uh, well, essentially a social game in, in my view, um, considering how much time you're spending with each other and that, um, you know, everything's built on trust realistically. Um, and so we, we kind of um, built those connections with both sides and, um, and we were in the, you know, the position where we had a choice um, of who to go with. And we made that choice pretty early on. And we made it clear to, um, to Kirby and, and her alliance that we wanted to work with them, um, but that we needed to make clear to Ferris and co that we were working with them as well. And that was actually a really delicate, um, delicate uh, dance to undertake um, or, you know, really, really fine line to walk because the, the obvious thing for the um, OG rebels to do, which uh, Eileen tried to gun for um, constantly with little success was to band together and vote one of us out. Um, and in fact, Garrick, straight up said that to winner at the start he was like you know sorry mate but you guys are on the chopping block because it doesn't make sense for us to um to turn on 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 ourselves or turn on each other um so yeah and and that's kind of how it went um ferris was obviously you know saying that we couldn't trust kirby at all and it should flipped on um on her previous alliances but realistically it just made more sense to um align with another three um, and then some of the personalities in the um, 
in Ferris's alliance, like Ferris and Garrick were very tight and they'd exclude everyone else from their conversations, um, including Ray and Eileen. Um, and then Eileen um, constantly gunning for me. Um, and after, you know, having what I thought were pretty sincere conversations um, to my face, um, uh, yeah, it made me, made me think that they weren't an alliance that I could work with in the long run. Can I ask, considering you did bring up Ferris and Garrick and how they would have a lot of conversations and kind of exclude people. Yeah. Watching last night's episode when you guys kind of said, Eileen, can you just give us another minute, another, you know, a few seconds? Like, looking yeah. I, I have actually done that myself. Yeah, looking yeah, yeah. back on it, how did you feel about that? Do you, what did you think when you watched it? Yeah, so that was before, um, so, so um, the game that I played from the outset was very open, very direct, but very calculated as well. Um, so everyone knew what I thought about them because I'd express it to them. Um, Eileen knew at that stage that her name was in the mix um, and she wanted to have a discussion and there was limited time to have that discussion. Um, but we needed on our side to kind of um, set in stone what the plan was. Um, and I mean, I think I, when Eileen came to us and said, you know, can we have a chat or try to join in? Um, I think I kind of quite respectfully said, can you just give us another couple of minutes and I'll, I'll come and chat to you at the well, um, as opposed to what other people did, like um, Kirby, who just had a different style when Eileen came to her and said, can we have a chat? And she said, no. Um, so I think I was, um, I was tactful, but I couldn't please everyone. And when you're in those moments and you have limited time, um, the last thing you want is for your alliance to go into tribal with an uncertainty over what the plan is. Mm -hmm. You need to set that plan in stone and then kind of make um, plans A, B and C um, if stuff goes down. But I did have, like, shortly afterwards, um, I, you know, left the the rest of the group um, and had that discussion with Eileen. Um, So I don't think she would have um, had any ill will towards me about that. Yeah. Your, your relationship with Eileen was very, the, the, the story arc that we went on as an audience yeah. was so interesting. I mean, you and Val both tried to like assess Eileen's uh, trust. If you could trust her moving forward in the game, if you were to keep her over Ferris, were you like, were you and Val very serious about this in the moment of trying to work with Eileen in the future? Yeah. So, um, so I had been burnt by Eileen a bunch of times before. Um, Val hadn't. Um, and so, I mean, in the game of Survivor, and as I said um, on uh, at last night's tribal, you have to be open to any situation and working with anyone. So, um, but the thing was that um, since we all kind of uh, came together as the new Titans, it was literally from, from day one, Eileen would say stuff to me like, you know, Charles, I think you should keep an open mind. You know, even if you end up working with these guys, maybe you can work with me um, you know, on the side or we can have a little secret alliance or we just need to be play this smart. I see you as a logical person. I see you as an analytical person. I feel like I'm the same. And then like literally, you know, an hour later, because I had so many connections with a whole range of people, even on this new um, Titans tribe, people would come to me from all sides of the Alliance um, or all sides of alliances and say, uh, just heads up, Eileen is just, you know, made a run at you. She's thrown your name out. Um, but that happened like probably three or four 
times, separate occasions um, mm. in the run-up to that final discussion at the well. But the difference with the discussion at the well was that Ferris would be gone. Um, and so she was in a very, um, or hopefully Ferris would be gone um, if Eileen was still there. And so she would be in a very um, precarious position and it made sense for her to work with us going forward. Um, but, you know, uh, it, it wasn't the case. And, um, and when she had that discussion with us and I thought it was quite genuine and, um, you know, I expressed the view that um, I, I felt a little bit bad that she was um, in an alliance where Ferris just seemed to be calling the shots by intimidation and not really having regard to the game that she wanted to play. Um, I thought maybe we might be making progress, but then, you know, lo and behold, at Tribal in front of everyone, she's just like, hey, everyone, let's band together and vote one of the OG Titans. And it's like, well, did we not have this conversation um, an hour ago? But maybe I should have learned from my previous experiences with her that um, she definitely said one thing and then and then did another. So considering that she was so willing to throw out other names, when it came down to the three of you in the edit, it kind of just shows you guys just saying, I know it's going to be one of us three. Like, yeah. that's it. Why did no one, if no one, throw out Scott, Kelly, Raymond? Like, they can get votes too. It felt kind of like, what was shown was you guys just saying it is going to be one of us three. Of course, when trying to take the heat off of you guys come up with something else, no one threw out anyone else's names. Why is that? Yeah. So, um, well, in, in terms of the, um, the OG rebels and the OG Titans, they made it very, very clear. And I think that probably didn't come through necessarily as much during um, the final cut last night. They just made it very clear that it was, um, uh, me, Val, or Winner that were on the chopping block, they basically said to us multiple times, it's going to be an OG Titan. This is something that um, we want and um, and the others are kind of sitting pretty and don't have to worry about things much at all. Um, and, you know, then perhaps if, if Winner didn't have the, um, the game plan or the... Um, the uh, I don't want to, anyway, whatever it was, what, what Winner did in terms of trying to um, land votes on on him, the, the strategy, um, the last ditch attempt to get two votes on him and play his idol, um, if he didn't have um, that kind of plan of attack, maybe things would have been a little bit more chaotic with, you know, the guns turning on each other. Um, but we didn't know um, at that point early on anyway that they were going to split the vote. And then there was a point during the tribal that it became pretty clear to to me at least that the vote was going to be split. And so it was just a matter of whether the vote would be on winner and Val or winner and me. Mm. <laughs> I, will, I will say, I, if we ever get the opportunity to talk to winner, I have a lot of questions about his whole <laughs> idol plan at this tribal council. I mean, this was, this was a, a very interesting and unique tribal. To walk us through this, Charles, in an alternate timeline, if there was not that twist of going to play in another challenge so that three people can earn the right to vote, who was going to go home? Well, it, it all came down to whether Ferris would play his idol or not. Um, so Ferris played his idol. And um, and mind you, we, we saw with um, Eileen hair up, Eileen hair down, um, that... Yeah. Uh, she had a pretty strong view that um, Ferris had an idol, regardless of whether she'd seen it or not. Um, but we thought that he had an idol. He was telling everyone he had an idol and it's Ferris. So, like, you know, um, 
he probably had an idol. Um, so it would have been likely that Eileen would have gone home um, and Ferris would have played his idol. That being said, I mean, Ferris, um, he said last night that he was considering not playing his idol um, and he can be like that sometimes. Like he thinks you know, just luck is kind of in his favor and that he doesn't need to um, take precautionary steps. And I think that's probably what makes him such a entertaining person to watch play the game. Like he just kind of shoots from the hip um, and doesn't care what people think. And, um, you know, I, I said a couple of things last night in tribal and people were like, Oh, you know, gee, in hindsight, would Charles have, should Charles have said that? And it's kind of like, well, the one time that I say something um, and I don't know, uh, that there's going to be a twist. Um, and I think like it's, I thought at the time that things were set in stone, things kind of just go against me. But um, anyway, I mean, who knows? Hindsight is always twenty twenty. Totally, exactly. It was almost like it was a repeat of what happened with Ferris and Garrick at the Tribal Council before, where mm. they were saying, Ferris, player idol on Garrick, the votes are on him. And here we had Kirby being like, hey, play the idol on Charles Winna, the votes are going to be on him. Was there anything that, were you saying anything to Winna to try to make that happen so that you would be safe? Not really. Um, I know that if I was in Winner's position, um, that I would have played that idol for myself. Um, there's no doubt about it. And especially after he's literally saying to the guys, you know, Ferris is saying, asking him straight up, could we work? Could the OG Titans work with us long-term? Um, I'm saying, yeah, of course, it's Survivor. And, you know, Winner turns around and says, like, oh, no, I don't think I can work with you. Like, like alarm bells. Um, uh, but, you know, um, I think uh, having that, that, that plan of attack that Winner had um, and that strategy of trying to get two votes onto him, he was always going to play his idol. And it didn't make much sense for him to play an idol for someone else. And then when it became clear that um, that uh, winner was going to get at least one vote um, and there was a potential for a revote, I mean, yeah, I would have loved to for winner to have played his idol for me. Um, but the reality is that um, uh, it would have been a massive ask and it probably would have been a stupid move if he did do that. Mm. To kind of start finishing this off on a lighter note, I always love to ask players going into this incredibly stressful game, what's something, whether you've thought about it or you think about it now, that when you look back on the game, a moment, a person, a challenge, whatever it is, that you're just really happy about, that you're happy you got to experience and you get to yeah. take home with you from Samoa? That's a really, really good question. And it's really hard to isolate that into one particular person, place or experience. I think it's probably, um, it's probably being there and realizing how hard it is there um, and realizing what little we need um, back home to actually live like a fulfilling. And I mean, this is getting a little bit, philosophical um but uh it, it really is kind of like how little we need to live like a fulfilling and, and happy existence um uh, i think you know the social ties that i built there are still as strong as ever um with you know a whole range of people i mean i caught up with eileen and ferris for lunch last week and people would be thinking like what the hell are you doing after <laughs> what happened to you um but i came away with a lot of um 
a lot of friendships. But to kind of go back to your your question, um, it was having that moment of um, I don't need all the stuff that um, that I have back home to be happy and I really miss my family and they are kind of the focal point um, in my life and I can't wait to, to be home and, and to see them. So that's kind of, um, yeah, probably a broader answer, but it is that, um, that realisation that I think I always had that mm-hmm. um, certain things are important and cer- certain things aren't, but it's really kind of brought into focus when you're over there and like cold and tired and wet and hungry and, and all of that. So um so yeah, that's probably my key takeaway. That's good. Charles, did you see that uh, we did a cast assessment before the season started and Nina and Tegwith, two of our Survivor Now podcast analysts, said you were their winner pick. I know, so I know. The two of them. When I saw that, I was devastated because um, you both put so much faith in me and I heard you talking about me, uh, in a really complimentary way. And, um, yeah, obviously at that point I knew how things were going, uh, were going to go. Um, but that being said, like, I mean, I think the game that I played, uh, and a lot of it, you know, viewers didn't get to see and you guys didn't get to see. Um, but I had a strategy at the outset. Um, I wanted to get through day by day and play the long game. Um, and I think going into that final tribal, like I was in a really good spot. I'm not saying that I um, could have won because, uh, or that I would have won because you don't know in Survivor anything can kind of happen. Um, but I do think that I was um, in a pretty good position and uh, in an alternate universe, maybe I would have been um, making you guys proud, but unfortunately not. <laughs> You still made us proud. Don't worry I was about it. Say, thank yeah. you. Definitely. I mean, listen, you are, I think, a prime candidate to go back and play again. Like you said, you were in oh, a yeah. very good position, but also you were like a, a, a challenge beast. We saw you win that <laughs> tug of war. It led to that amazing, memorable moment that they used in all of the ad campaigns where you were yeah. like, look me in the eyes. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. And then you also held the two barrels during yeah. that one immunity challenge. I mean, that was incredible to watch. Would you go back if asked? Yeah, totally. I think um, I think exiting the way that I did, uh, I feel, I mean, a lot of people say that they've got unfinished business, but uh, I feel like my time was definitely cut short. Um, and so if I had the opportunity to go back and do it all again, um, I would. Um, and I, I don't know whether I'd have the same um, game plan. It might kind of slightly tweak or have to tweak given the circumstances. But um, yeah, hopefully I'll get the chance to, to go back and... Um, and you know actually um execute that long game that i was um i was planning through the whole time there yeah absolutely charles it was amazing getting to talk to you congratulations that thanks so much sharing and that you went on this journey where can people find you online uh so instagram charles peter with two r's um and that's pretty much the main the main one all right well that's it for us thank you all for joining this interview and we will see you next time